Yeah, we know it'll never happen, but hey, it's worth a shot. Hollywood, hire us. Uh, supposedly, and I guarantee, like I said, I have not watched Kingpin, but supposedly, he's supposed to be somehow referenced. What? What are you talking about? Kingpin. He's supposed to be referenced in Hawkeye. Oh, like uh, not not as far as I've seen. Uh, if they don't mention him in this, they might mention him in Echo when it comes out. Uh, yeah, because Echo's already in Hawkeye, so... Yeah, which you can't... I mean, like, the Echo character almost... Thank you. Almost requires uh, Wilson King. Fisk. Yeah. I like what they're doing with Echo's character on Hawkeye. You'll you'll dig it, too, once you get there. Um, What were we talking about before? Oh, Method Man being... Method Man, yeah. Method Man could be so many different people in the MCU. It would be fun. Yeah, I don't... Absolutely drag him into it. I don't care. Yeah, I don't I, Bring him in anywhere. Make him take bring, over for Cottonmouth. Oh, yeah. Make him become the crime kingpin Shit, yes. in Harlem. That would rule. But if you're bringing in Method Man, are you going to bring Red Man in too? It's like... Well, yeah, they're uh, a package deal, are they not? <laughs> they probably don't want us to think that. I mean, isn't that like, you know, isn't that like kind of... Wherever Kevin Smith goes, Jay just kind of stumbles. Mostly, know? yeah. I mean, I just assumed it was a package deal. I yeah, hey, and that's not a dig against uh, Method and Red. So no, 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 they're fantastic. I wonder if you could set Jurassic Park at Christmas. Would that change the movie at all? Oh, there we go. That's a completely different idea. Taking just random movies and setting them in different holidays. Yeah. Jurassic Park would obviously be a good Halloween film. <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be funny to put it at Christmas, though. Just for some, I don't know, just to have like Christmas lights and the like. Can you imagine the velociraptors like sliding on snow and ice and shit trying yeah. to catch people? Well, it'll be funny. Like, the, so the main the main building on Jurassic Park in the very first one where they uh, they get stuck in with like the lights are all out. And, you know, it's a kind of horror movie ish with the velociraptors figuring out they can open the doors. Mm-hmm. But instead of like background lighting it's christmas lights lighting it <laughs> you still get the low lighting with the eerie glow <laughs> but then you get to use the christmas lights as a booby trap and have like the velociraptors run through some of those light nets yep and get tangled up yeah and they and they have no fucking clue what to do <laughs> none they're trying to bite through it while it's shocking them not a lot there's not a lot of voltage that goes through that but still it'd be enough for the velociraptor to go what the hell yeah you could do that because like a I guess technically Jaws is a 4th of July movie, if you think <laughs> so about it. So I was born on the 4th of July. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you could, I don't know. Well, they did do a Jaws set at Christmas because that was Jaws the Revenge because it was in the Bermudas. Oh, my God. Now that I think about it. Oh. Well, fuck. Never mind. Friday the 13th. There are Friday the 13th that can be. Anywhere. Friday the 13th can be any any given month. Right. So it doesn't have to be summer camp. It could be it could be in the middle of Christmas. It could be. Or Thanksgiving. Come on, I'd be some really interesting Voorhees kills. Oh my god. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no. Friday the 13th in April and Easter Sunday is two days after. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> Jason Voorhees becomes the antithesis of Jesus because he dies on Friday the 13th, rises out of his grave in, in two days. Oh my God. That would piss so many people off. Oh yeah, it would. I like this though. Friday the 13th. It'd be great. Jason saves. (laughs) Instead of the one who was Jason lives, it's Jason saves. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the crosses so, and camp crystal lake so the friday the 13th that would be the whole thing like the whole friday is just him murdering people and then they finally defeat him before saturday no wait we've got this all wrong we've got this all wrong we need to we need to take jesus's story and make it friday the 13th oh god because Jesus gets crucified that good Friday, which happens to be Friday the 13th. And it has been a few times Friday the 13th. And then he becomes Friday. zombie Jesus and starts com- and comes back to life and starts killing people. That's a whole different movie. But the, the, the Jason Voorhees one I think would be funny is if you to really just beat someone in the face with this whole ha ha we're making a Jesus parallel here. 
is he does, he get finally they find a way to defeat him, whatever they do to kill Jason, because it never works anyway. Right. And then the, that next day is Saturday, and they're just like, we did it. He's and then finally it, dead. It fades out. And then it, then they're like, you know, mid-credit is Sunday. <laughs> Easter. You see the eyes open behind the hockey mask, and he sits up Undertaker style. Yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> oh, that would rule. <laughs> that, yeah, that would be good. I, w- I would love that. That'd be hilarious. That'd be almost as funny as Jason in space. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, you laugh, but that film is just pure nuts. Oh. It's I'm it, in a good way though. Because was it's that, the, that was the one that they didn't use Kane Hodder for, right? I don't think so. Because if you you need to watch, they have a biography about Kane Hodder. Yeah, I know I need to see it's that. It's really one. good. And he talks about that was the one I think they cast Somebody who was Jason in a stunt was a stunt double Uh because somebody had misled, misrepresented him as being a Jason. Oh, okay. And that's how he ended up getting the role for uh, Jason X. Gotcha. Uh, But yeah, no, that film is just pure insanity. It wouldn't work so much, but you could set clerks around Thanksgiving like that Black Friday. Oh, you really could. I'm, you know, I'm surprised that there hasn't been, because you've got waiting. You would think there'd be a, you would think there'd be a clerk's waiting type movie set around Black Friday. I had an idea for one that I think I've scribbled around with, but I don't think I've ever. Actually, now that I think about it, um, when I was up in Indianapolis just recently, uh, my buddy Mike was telling me about this. There is, is a movie the... called Black Friday, and oh. it's got Bruce. It's got Bruce Campbell in it, and he's he's basically that's wrong. Okay, I think I saw a post about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's um he's a retail worker, and everyone turns into zombies on Black Friday. And he's got a poor Ash. I mean, I know, poor Bruce. <laughs> According to him, he said it was really good because he actually ended up watching it. Yeah, Bruce Campbell actually said he can no longer do Ash. Yeah, he did. It's just. He's, Which is sad. I but still I think it. my favorite Bruce Campbell movie is My Name is Bruce. I've still yet to see that. And that and Bubba Hotep. I need to see both of those because I'm told those are two of his finest performances. Only The only reason I really like My Name is Bruce is because it is that tongue-in-cheek. He's playing himself, but he's mm-hmm. playing a caricature of himself. Right. Because kind of like The Three Amigos and kind of like uh, Galaxy Quest. Yes, these people think he's actually Ash and he's going to help fight this evil, whatever. And so they go get him and recruit him to help. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know shit about shit. And really, he's putting a girdle on to try to like <laughs> look better when he's out of his trailer, whatever. Yeah. He's, yeah. It's <laughs> I like that they keep that joke going in Ash versus Evil Dead, the TV series. Nice. Yeah. I only watched the first two seasons of that. Oh, you need to finish. You need to finish the third one because it's so good. It ends on a real shitty cliffhanger, though. That'd be a fun movie to set at like. I mean, it was spring break. They go to the ca- the cabin, but it'd be fun to set that like at Christmas. You go to the cabin in the woods at Christmas time. Yeah, we're sure. gonna go. We're gonna go camping for Christmas in a cabin in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky. Like I don't know. Oh, hey, look at this book I found. <laughs> Maybe it's Christmas carols. <laughs> Oh, they're in Latin. They're old Christmas carols. Don't speak the Latin. <laughs> Speaking of the Necronomicon, uh, Ice Nine Kills, whom I've, I think I've told you you should check out some of their music. I have. Have you listened to their song Ex Mortis? Yes. Good. I listened to an interview with the sing- lead singer, and he said that it was kind of uh, Lou Reed meets Danzig meets Elvis <laughs> that song and I'm like yeah. some of it I can I can see where the Danzig bit comes in I'm not so much sure where the Lou Reed and the Elvis bit kind of comes <laughs> in but I just like the fact that they're two of their albums are all about horror wood and it's yeah horror movie reference songs yep. like, yeah they're all th- those were the two albums I listened to first and I was like these are gold <laughs> yeah that one I like uh yeah, Ex Mortis was good. I still like Hip to Be Scared. 
<laughs> all the American yeah. Psycho stuff. Um, there is one about Friday the Thirteenth. Yep. And there's one about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to think of other films. Nightmare on Elm Street doesn't really require a holiday. I don't know why. I guess I'm still in Halloween mode because I'm just thinking <clears throat> of horror movies. Well, because Nightmare on Elm Street really wasn't at any particular time of year. So if we, it was during school year, apparently. If you said it at a holiday, would that change? I mean, it would make some of Freddy's jokes probably change, but it might make some of the nightmares change too. Like, could you see? Okay, this is Freddy in a nightmare world, like a Freddy Krueger Krampus. I could see that. I was just going like, to say full on. It's he is this giant Krampus looking thing, but instead of a Santa robe, it's the red and green sweater and he's got the one gloved hand. Oh, and I guarantee you if I guarantee you if it were in St. Patrick's Day, Freddie would turn himself into a fuck into the fucking leprechaun like a la leprechaun. Well, I think he would just like I think it would be both of them. I think Warwick Davis and Robert England together in a scene. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Can you imagine that crossover? That just be that just be ridiculous. It would be. Well, Holly, we got Freddy versus Jason. That was lackluster crossover, but we got it. It was better. It was better than I expected it to be for how for how long they took to, you know, actually get around to it. I still wish they would have followed through with the promise after that to do one with Ash. Well, and there was also I think there was also supposed to be one with Michael Myers, too. They kicked ah. around an idea for that as well. I but still yeah, be- Freddy, Freddy versus Jason versus Ash would have been awesome. I would have watched the hell out of that. I have the comic book adaptation of it. Because <laughs> they, they they had a screenplay and they turned it into a comic book. Uh, I'm not shitting you. It's back there on my on my uh, desk. I'm, just try, I'm trying to think of like how does Ash get out of that one? Taking care of Jason, he could probably manage. But again, Freddy's in your nightmares. Like I have unless unless Ash's dreams are so fucking bad that Freddy's like, ah, nope, I want no part of this. <laughs> I could see that. Freddy's like, I'm going to haunt your dreams, Ashley. And then there's just a bunch of deadites. And Freddy's like, fuck this noise. And just leave. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy has to kill the fucking deadites. And, he's, and he gets more pissed off the, the more that they don't, the more that they don't stay down. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, now I need this. Now, now be, Freddy Krueger has become the hero. <laughs> now, now, I need, now I need to actually dig that out and read it because I've never actually read it. I just bought it because I was like, oh, I have to have this. <laughs> and I just never read it. Like, you know, 90% of the fucking books on my shelf. Isn't Iron Man 2 a Christmas movie? No, it was Iron Man 3. No. Was it? Yeah, because Iron Man 2 was was the World's Expo. Iron Man 2 was one of Mickey Rourke. That's right. Yep. Iron Man 3 was a Christmas movie. That was it. Technically, yes. Yeah. Hey, I mean, that that was one of those. I don't know why they bothered making, like, it had to happen every Christmas and snow. I don't know if that mattered or not for the plot. I don't really <clears throat> I feel like that kind of didn't wasn't necessary to the film no no not at all and to be fair I hadn't really thought about it until you just said it so but I also I also like Iron Man 3 the least of all of the Iron Mans so yeah I I was excited when I heard that you know who was going to be the Mandarin in it but then they get the, uh, the turn yeah. And at least now, I get, granted, I've not watched Shang-Chi, but I man, the Mandarin's in it. Yep. Did Trevor show back up again, though? Trevor is in Shang-Chi. Yes! All right, Trevor you a, Slattery. You get a good dose of Trevor in that Good, movie. good, good. Because I like the one-shot, which is now on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited that they put the one-shots. That gives me hope that maybe Disney+, Plus will bring back the one-shot ideas. They should. Because that would be... You like, could, that one you could just you could shoot those in like a day or two and just throw them on Disney Plus and you just, just fucking make money like that just one, print money. The one shot they had that had Lizzie Kaplan in it because they had been robbing banks with Shatari guns. Yeah, and they got recruited by Shield. What happened to them? Right, they could have showed know. up on Agents of Shield. Maybe they were actually recruited by Hydra. Now that we've yeah, we we don't know. Uh, what was I saw an article and it may have been for Hawkeye that I've not watched yet, but they're like teasing bringing in Mockingbird. And I'm like, I had heard something about that, but I have yet to I'm see like, any actual. If, if it is, then it needs to be the Mockingbird from shield. It better be better be goddamn Adrian, Adrian Padalecki. Cause if it's not, I don't, I don't care. I don't want, I don't know who it is. I'm sorry, but no, I mean, it's not like she's, 
It's not like she's fucking filming the Orville anymore. That's that show's done. <laughs> as far as I know. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the final season of it to drop on Hulu. Because McFarlane said he's done with it. <laughs> Which is a shame, because that show. First of all, it's better than it has any right being because <laughs> I thought it was just going to be, I honest to God just thought it was going to be family guy, family guy meets Star Trek. That's what I thought it was going to be. And it is absolutely nothing like that. They actually did the science fiction and did it seriously. Nice. Now there are jokes in it at random points and sometimes it feels, a, and sometimes I got to say, sometimes the jokes kind of feel like, why did you put a joke in here when you could have just, you know, made, just kept, you know, you could have just kept this straight sci-fi and, you know, not mess with any of that. But for the most part, it works. I think the first season they had a little, they, <clears throat> it takes a little bit for them to find their tone and footing. But once you hit second season, it's, it's pretty well on. They hit a good stride with some of the science fiction stuff. I, this is completely unrelated, but for some reason it made me think of... We're talking about Christmas, and I was thinking of Christmas specials, which made me think of the He-Man Christmas special. Oh, Lord. Which reminded me of the Grumpy Skeletor Twitter, <laughs> which is hilarious. But I don't know if I can find it now. Until next time, friends. Yeah, but now there is... I noticed on one of his things, it may have been the one about the uh, Prince Adam doing the uh, Willy Copters. <laughs> the helicopter yes the helicopter uh because that picture just looks like that's what he's in the middle of doing and the sorceress is it, not impressed nope um there is a instead of grumpy skeletor i want to say it's like happy he-man like there is an alternate twitter <laughs> oh god to combat grumpy skeletor <laughs> oh god. and that is some of the best shit on twitter it really is <clears throat> my one of my favorite things ever is still nilist nilhurst arby's no i'm not even kidding that's an I actual think I've seen that's it, an actual yeah. facebook page and they come up with some of the most ridiculous stuff that's not how you say it it's nihilist isn't it nihilist nihilist there nihilist is humor. cheerful he-man cheerful he-man so here's this interaction now we're going way off topic but it's I'd like to take this opportunity to deny any rumor that I held a lavish party during lockdown at Snake Mountain at Christmas last year. I may be an evil overlord, but I'm not a complete fucking arsehole. <laughs> and then there's a picture of Evil Lynn laughing. Evil Lynn is laughing about a completely unrelated event. And then you go through some other people's comments and Grumpy Skeletor balancing back and forth with people giving him shit. And then you get to Cheerful He-Man replying, however... The party at the party at Grayskull totes fucking rocked. Tila was looking hot. <laughs> I, nice. I don't know why I needed the 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 fact that there is a Skeletor and He Man Twitter, but that's absolutely amazing. That that's great. And uh, now that I'm in the meme world, did you see the meme I made? I did, but I forget what it was. Uh, your pumpkin pie don't taste too nice. You better oh, wise yeah, up. Oh, yeah, wise up, Janet Weiss. Sharon Weiss. Sharon Weiss, right, right, Because right. Sharon's the one who nuked her fucking Marie Callender pie and blamed Marie Callender. Yeah, well. There's, the internet roasted that bitch, like, hilariously. <laughs> I, I just haven't... I've been so preoccupied with other shit that I haven't... I've just not been bothered to be on Facebook, like, hardly at all. Which is probably a good thing. Honestly, but but I'm sure I'm missing out on some internet gold in random spots. Yeah, holy shit. Hey, there's going to be a Wonder Woman video game. And I guess WWE released Jeff Hardy. Yes, they did. AEW, uh, here he comes. <clears throat> well, yeah, no, I don't think that's going to happen because Jeff Hardy can't pass a goddamn drug test. That's the reason he got released. He was just on Broken Skull Sessions, too. Doesn't mean he wasn't using. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Well, he get himself clean. We'll get the Hardy Boys in AEW. I mean, Jeff. Well, them and the Young Bucks, that'd be a fun match. Oh, it'd be a great match. But Jeff just, Jeff just has a real hard time staying fucking clean. They're going to have, you know who needs to fucking sponsor his ass? Goddamn Danny Trejo. Yeah. Danny Trejo needs to get on that shit right Danny, now. Danny and DDP. Come on. Yeah. What's up, DDP. That's why if Jeff ends up at AEW... Hey, DDP was just on Broken Skull Sessions. There you go. 
Yeah, get Trejo and DDP to fucking sponsor Jeff Hardy. Maybe he'll stay off of his shit. Uh, what did I saw? I saw something on Twitter that also, um, fuck, I don't remember what it was now. Something halfway interesting. Haha, ha, oh, you lost your tangent. West Side Story. Oh. Dude, that, it, yeah, remember I talked about, like, can we, do we need to remake that? They're flat out just remaking it set in the same era. Like, I, I, it's still set in, like, the 50s, 60s. Really? Yeah. I thought they were going to modernize it, but okay, go no, ahead. No, not at all. Um, it's still set in that way. Um, the girl they got playing Maria, they're using almost, it looks almost same type of dress that she wore at the dance, the white with red uh-huh. that gets Tony's attention. Like they yeah. haven't really, they're going to clearly it's Spielberg. He's going to up the cinematography of it. Sure. And apparently they're actually got, they got people who actually can sing the parts unlike the original Tony and Maria. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about yeah, that. Neither, the other people, Russ Tamlin can sing. Uh, Rita Moreno. Moreno. She can sing. She's in it. She's in the new one. She's in the new one. She plays. Nice. I think instead of the old man that runs the drugstore, Doc. Yeah. I think they've got her as that type of character for Tony. Oh, okay. Because in the trailer I saw, there was a thing about you know I guess they're talking about him eloping or whatever, and she's like, "Really? You didn't want to go do coffee or something first? Like." (laughs) That's funny. So and I was like. Okay, they really, that was a, who is that? And I looked it up, I'm like, holy shit, it's, it's the original Anita. Um, I guess Spielberg said when they, he cast, found the girl that's playing Maria, she was the first person to audition. And she set the bar so high, he couldn't find anybody else to, to clear it, to get near it. And he was like, there's our Maria. She was 17. She was singing the songs, bringing everybody in the room to tears. Nice. And I'm like, Okay. My favorite musical of all time. I'm on board for this. Um, damn it, my hopes are up. That means I'm going to get let down. That's what happens. Hollywood yeah. gets my hopes up and then just like, ha shit's all over them. I, I, I love the musical Dear Evan Hansen, and I haven't seen the actual movie of it yet, but I, as much as I love the musical, I don't know that the movie is going to be anywhere near as good as I want it to be. Because it looks like it's kind of a, it looks like it's almost a cross between the book and the musical. Mm. So I don't really know how to feel about that. But I'm I'm sure shit gonna watch it anyway because you know it's a fucking musical. That's what I do. I love musicals. Yeah, I wonder if they'll ever have the balls to adapt to the Beetlejuice musical. Oh, I hope so. I fucking hope so. Or. Um, I want to see them do the whole Girl Scout thing. Oh, that God, I'm yes. going to sell some cookies, and then I have a heart problem, and then they scare her, and she fucking dies. Yeah. Like, that is some dark shit for a musical. Honest, <clears throat> honestly, though, I don't really want them to do a film adaptation of it so much as I want them to just Hamilton? fucking film it. Yeah, like the like Hamilton. The Hamilton. That? Hamilton, there's a 4th of July movie. Yeah. I mean, technically. But, um... But yeah, I I want more musicals to get the Hamilton treatment, basically, is is my thing. Because as much as I like seeing the film adaptations of stuff, it's just as much it's it's almost more fun to see it how it's meant to be from the stage. And the way that they did it with Hamilton captured it so perfectly. Like I don't like they did it so well that I don't see the reason to ever make a movie of like Hamilton, the musical, because you've already fucking done it. It's right you, there. It's... And when you think about that, doing it that way, we're talking about budget friendly. Yeah. Cause I'm just thinking like seeing things as they're done with the stage, wicked came to my mind. Yeah. That'd be another good one. Because but I, 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 that, I, that's I think the one that has going. a giant fucking dragon and shit like around the stage. I thought like, I think when uh, Scarlett said she saw it, it was like that. Like you had a dragon. Yeah. I'm like, because if you if you were to do a movie adaptation of Wicked, God, that would be expensive. Oh yeah, and <laughs> and they are in fact doing so. Oh, but, but yeah, lot, it's gonna, that's a lot of money. But yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fucking money when you just budget that shit with like we're just gonna do it the way they do it on stage, with all and, the cool stage stuff going on. And then it kind of gets more ridiculous because you've got all these musicals coming out now that are based off of actual movies. You know, there were already movies, so now you're going to, now, if you do, 
a movie of the Broadway version of the music. Like, for example, Mean Girls, the musical. Ugh. We already have Mean Girls, the movie, so do we need a movie of Mean Girls, the musical? No. Not really, but I would watch did, I would watch a filmed version of the stage Did we production. need a Mean Girls, the musical? Actually, it's surprisingly good. It doesn't mean we needed it. <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm just saying it's surprisingly good. We didn't need a Heather's the musical, and the musical's pretty good. No, the musical's fucking awesome. We didn't need, what else was there? Another one that, like, we didn't need Carrie the musical. No, that one's kind of got a little bit of a cult following to a degree, but I wasn't a huge fan. To the point that they even did it on uh, Riverdale. Riverdale, yeah. And then they did Heather's the next year after that. Yeah. Which, so. I, which I was kind of happy about because that brought more awareness to the fact that there is a Heather's the musical. And because everybody needs to fucking see that musical because it's awesome. But can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine a movie of Evil Dead the musical? <laughs> I would love it. It would be great. <laughs> I w- well, yes, I think it'd be great because seeing it the way they do it on stage would be fine. I mean, I watched them do it here <clears throat> in town, and yeah, you had like they had the cool sprinkler system set up to spray you with blood at certain points. So. Would you do Evil Dead the Musical 3D? <laughs> or yeah. you put it in one of those 40X theaters. Oh, there you go. Where it just starts shooting you with blood. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, there we go, 40X. Get me an Evil Dead the Musical adaptation. Or, but like, can you imagine, like, Big the Musical? Big the movie, the big the musical, the movie. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it just gets more, 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 and more ridiculous. That, you know? that musical is okay. That's not that one one's that, all right. It doesn't need a uh, adaptation on film. I'll tell you one that I thought sucked out loud with a cough. Like I just didn't care for it. Was Pretty Woman, which is sad because I had high hopes for that because Brian Adams wrote the fucking wrote the goddamn musical. What about well, they did a musical of Waitress. That one's actually good though. The songs in it are very good, but it's Sarah Bareilles, so I mean. Okay, well, I mean, can we can we do a Jurassic Park the musical? I would watch that. I, but I want it to be all with melodicas. Uh, what was Walking it? Dead the musical? There's a show you know we talked about. There's the mandatory musical episode. Yeah, Walking Dead never fucking did a mandatory musical episode. That's because they knew their audience. Bad lip reading kind of did it for him, though. But still. kind of, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd watch a, a, a musical episode of The Walking Dead. <laughs> I, it probably it would get me to at least watch an episode of The Walking Dead for the first time in years. I now I can't fucking wait for you to watch the first episode of Hawkeye because you're gonna laugh your ass off. Oh, Steve Rogers the musical. <laughs> yeah, I've I've seen shit on the internet about it. Yeah, it's, about now they're actually talk. People are wanting them to actually make it a thing. Oh, it would be awesome if they did, because it, it's so gloriously Again, cheesy. That would be another one of those one shot ideas, right? It, it's so gloriously cheesy, and it'd be even funnier if, since it's Disney Plus, it'd be hilarious if they took that and shot it like Hamilton. <laughs> it'd be fucking hilarious. They should. That would be it. They I should laugh my ass. They should off. totally do a Steve Rogers the musical, like a one shot. It doesn't need to be a full like ninety minute musical. No, no, no. It could just be. It could just be the one musical number that you that you see featured. In. No, no. They should. They should do more. They should flesh it out. Give us a maybe. Good, give us like two or three numbers. Give us like a forty five minute. Give us the story arc for Steve. Just get that in there with a few musical numbers. <laughs> kind of like um, the PSAs. I guess there's supposed to be more of the Avenger PSAs. Like when they're in detention. Oh yeah, like so you so you blah blah blah. Right. Yeah, there's supposed to be more of those, I guess. Oh, that'd be great. I thought there was supposed to be like a sex ed one with Captain America <laughs> too. Like, oh my god, can you imagine? So you knocked up your girlfriend. You right? <laughs> that'd be fun. <laughs> so you so are you going for- through puberty. So you forgot to use a condom. <laughs> In my day. No. Ah. Oh my god. That will be awesome. I have seen um, some more No Way Home things. I'm trying to avoid it as best I can. And I remember I was angry at Electro because I'm like, the way they did Electro last time was an insult to Electro. Jamie Foxx agreed to come back as long as he was not blue. Oh, okay. So they actually have him in a sort of Electro suit. Nice. And, uh, 
I saw a quick glimpse of a dude on a glider with hood and a goggles, not a Power Ranger mask. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> so, you did. So we're going to actually get to see Defoe as Goblin, not Power Ranger Goblin. It's, I'm telling you, that movie's going to be batshit wild. I'm, I'm so here for it. It is going to be crazy. I, and that drops next week. Holy shit. I can't believe it. Yeah. Like, I'm still like, I'm still trying to like, with the trailer, I'm like, okay, what exactly? What is the story going to be here? We're, he wants people to forget that he's Spider-Man and then, oops, we just tore the fabric of reality. And now all these other people who are destined to die at the hands of Spider-Man are here. And is Peter, he's like, there's got to be another way. Is Peter trying to find a way to save these people? I don't know what Peter's trying. Is he <laughs> trying Is he trying to send them back? Is he trying to find a way to where they don't die? Like, the only, the only one on there that we don't, I don't want, I wouldn't want to change their death would be Doc Ock. Yeah. Because he redeemed himself yeah, he in did. that moment. Um, Connors is probably close to the same way. The lizard, if mm. I remember correctly. Sandman, again, there was a guy like I, another one who's just like, not really, he's one of those misunderstood villains, but. Goblin was just fucking insane. Goblin was in, was fucking insane. There's no getting around that. And I really think they went full on like Goblin is going to be Peter's Joker. Like that's pretty much it. Yeah. And they picked an actor who could very well be the Joker. Yeah. Uh, Defoe was the perfect pick for Green Goblin. He he took that and ran with it. Like into the fucking sunset. <laughs> he was perfect. Yeah. And then they covered his fucking face up with a fucking mask. Well, but it, I mean, I mean, the goblin, the green goblins always had a mask, though, hasn't he? In the comics? No, Has he not? he's actually just been literally a, like green skin, looked like a goblin. Really? Yeah. Well, they could have done that. Well, I don't know, 2001. And aviator goggles. It would have been makeup. Like Hobgoblin, again, another one who didn't have. I like the theory that they're going to turn Ned into Hobgoblin. Oh, God, no. Oh, I love that theory. It's a good theory. It's oh. solid. It has merit. I mean, I guess if we're going for heartbreaking, sure. But of it's, all the Spider-Man villains, Hobgoblin is kind of low, low, low tier. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, Peter Parker. I'm, that's I, what Peter Parker has literally the shittiest luck of all the fucking MCU of all the of all the Marvel. If we get, apparently we're going to get three more Spider-Man movies out of Sony Marvel partnership. One of them better be Craven. And it better be Carl Urban. Oh, that'd be good. That's a good choice. <laughs> After watching him on The Boys as Butcher, I'm like, that dude would fucking kill Craven. Oh yeah, that would be amazing. But I'm, but having your best friend turn into your into one of your worst enemies that seems like a Peter Parker thing to happen to you. Well, honestly. yeah, I mean, that, oh, that I mean, that just seems legit for his fucking shit that, luck. That trailer is pulling on anyone who knows Spider-Man mythology. Cause there's that moment you got, you see Mary Jane seeing MJ falling and oh. him reaching out to grab her. That's like a brief shot in the tape teaser. I'm like, Oh, they're not going to Gwen Stacy her. Hell no. no. <laughs> they already pulled it. They already did the Gwen Stacy thing in this, in amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, anyway. they, they full on did the Gwen Stacy break your neck thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's still the best joke we ever made. Oh, God. For those of you who aren't aware, because, you know, this, because we never did this on the podcast itself. Um, <clears throat> there was one night at the bar where Justin and I were brainstorming. We were crying. We were trying to come up with what uh, what songs would be specific. What what relevant pop songs would be specific to particular MCU characters? And. One of them that we came up with was Gwen Stacy would be Break Your Neck by fucking Old Dirty Bastard, is it? Yeah, I think, I don't remember, but yeah, it was that. Or is it Wu-Tang? I mean, it's, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, yeah, it's... Being Wu-Tang. Uh, no, it was Busta. Busta, Busta Break Your Neck. Your neck break yeah. Your Neck is Busta. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what other ones we had, because I came up with... Some of them were easy, like Thor, God of Thunder. Yeah, yeah. War Machine. War, War Machine. Machine. <laughs> Iron you can Man. do either one. Iron Man, yeah. War Machine could be by Kiss. Because there's a really cool War Machine song by Kiss. 
Or the or the ACDC or the ACDC song. And then Iron Man, obviously Iron Man. Yeah. So some of them were ridiculously easy, but then other shit like that that we came up with and we would start cracking up. Yeah. That was that was easily the worst one we came up with. Was I still break, think Spider-Man should be swinging on a star. Swinging on a star. Nice. As sung by Bruce Willis and Danny Aiello. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, it, I forget all the other ones we that we came like, up with. But Father of Mine was on there for Odin or something. <laughs> Shouldn't that be Loki's it song? It might be Loki. I don't remember. <laughs> I thought we had a good song for Loki. I can't remember. That's been a while. Yeah. It's, yeah, because it's But the bit... one that completely killed, like, the idea when we were coming up with it, the one that, like, made it stop, because it was like, we're done. Like, was break your neck. Like, done. Yeah, that was that was the one that ended like, it. Like, this joke we're... is no longer funny now. It's we're just... like, oh, shit, this just got too real. <laughs> there was that line, and we crossed it. We went there with it. <laughs> but, yeah, we were we were having a good time. We were all having a good time. I saw a funny, I mean, you've seen the cosplayers that go dressed as Thomas and Martha Wayne that will just randomly walk up and fall down in front of Batman. Oh, God, that's horrifying. (laughs) Some dude does that, but dressed as Uncle Ben. (laughs) Excellent. Every (laughs) Spider-Man. Is every Spider-Man? No! Yeah, exactly. There's pictures of him, like, on the ground. There's a Spider-Man behind, (laughs) like, on the ground going, no, or holding his hand, or... Whatever, yeah. That's that's the fun things that happen with the cosplay community. A little bit of gallows humor with the characters. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm I've only I haven't read very much of the Marvel Zombies <laughs> events that they do, but I'm always I'm always shocked that there's no Uncle Ben as a zombie. Oh god. I think that's the one person that Marvel's like, nope, he stays dead, you don't touch him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're getting ready to do a freaking series of that like i do i know one of the what if uh, the marvel episodes, zombies yeah i, I know. know they're doing they did one episode what if of marvel zombies but apparently they're going to spin off and give marvel zombies a series and i'm like again i've not read them so i'm like why uh I tell you what though the most terrifying thing in the world was zombie was fucking zombie iron man and fucking far from home that i legit i i was not expecting that and i was legit terrified when i saw it <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of the MCU making a nod at the Marvel Zombie that stuff. Was, that was that was just a that was just a moment where me and both the both the kids were just like, "Oh no, this is too real now. No, no, we don't like this." <laughs> so while we're going into nerd territory with this and comics, comic science, not real science, I actually read an article that detailed how Wolverine and Deadpool's healing factors are not the same. Okay. Wolverine, he he heals fast. It does slow down the aging process. He does not regenerate limbs. I.e. Age of of Apocalypse. The hand was gone from a Cyclops blast. Yeah. The claws were still there, but that's because they had been retracted when the hand got blown off. Right. So he just put the metal thing over the stump. Right. And then later on in the Age of Apocalypse, he pops the claws to show that they're still there because he ends up having to use them. Um, Granted, I didn't realize the optic blast would burn through the the adamantium hand because he'll regenerate skin because clearly he could heal. So had there been any tissue left, like the bone and all that, I think the skin would have come back. That's my theory. Deadpool, on the other hand, well, you will fu- he's like a worm. He'll fucking just regrow shit. Yeah. Yeah, his... He, he does regenerate. He literally regenerates, yeah. So that's kind of how it's battling the cancer is that the the cells that this cancer is killing are regenerating at yeah. the same rate. Yeah. So that's why he's kind of held in the stasis. But Wolverine, on the other hand, he heals, but, you know, he'll still get sick. It just, it'll fight it and it'll go away. Basically, in a, in a strange sense, Deadpool's basically almost immortal. Yeah, basically. Because, like you said, the, um, the cancer cells are getting the cancer cells are getting destroyed at the same, or, or I'm sorry, how's it? They're killing cells. They're killing cells, but they're being regenerated at the same rate. So so they're just, yeah. So it's basically nothing really kills him. (laughs) No. And he, like, and as we have seen, he regrows entire lower halves of his body. But then again, in the comics, there was one comic where they had the Hulk rip Wolverine in two and chuck both ends. Yup. And Wolverine, Clawed his way through the snow up a mountain and found the other half and, like, reattached himself. 
Which I guess you could do. I I think I, I think, think the healing factor in the comics does whatever they need it to do in the comics. Uh yeah, I I would assume so. It it's it's that's your MacGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean it just it does what you need it to do. Here's our MacGuffin for the comics. It's gonna be Wolverine's legs. I mean, I it would make more sense if he got up there and had someone stitch him up. And then, you know, yeah. the healing factor could kick in. But but no, here I got to reattach my spinal cord to my tailbone. I don't really know how that would fucking work. That's that's definitely comic book logic. Yeah, that's or uh, what did you say? Comic book science, comic book science, Com- comic book science. But that was an interesting article just detailing how the two are different. Yeah. And uh-huh. that way, because then that completely like the whole Wolverine origins bullshit. Well, they gave him Wolverine's healing factor. Because in the X-Men origins, Deadpool didn't have any power. He didn't have a healing factor, I don't recall. You're talking X-Men Origins, the movie? Yeah. Wolf, the first Wolverine movie? Yeah, the one that had Ryan Reynolds as Wade Wilson in it. He was, at the end, you get Baraka Pool. Yes. And he was a splicing together of all these mutant powers. Yeah. And had, like, even the healing factor. They were None of those were Wade's to begin with. No. So... Yeah, because yeah, you're right. Originally, Wade didn't have any powers at all. Well, and, and Dead- so it's a good thing that the Fox universe does not exist in the MCU. So when we finally do get a Wolverine and Deadpool interaction. It's not going to be that. Yeah. Well, to be fair, the the two most recent Deadpool movies just basically erased X Men Origins Wolverine. That you know, did, they're like, not nah, that doesn't. Well, yeah, because it didn't take place in the the Fox world so much. It didn't take place in the Patrick Stewart X-Men universe. It took place more in the James McAvoy X-Men universe. Because if you notice, whenever he's in the school, you're right. The X-Men that shut the door on him are the McAvoy are the first class X-Men. Yeah, that's the first class. So technically, wow. This gets real convoluted real fast, doesn't it? (laughs) That's what happens when Marvel said, fuck continuity. Well, or Fox. Somebody I was about said to say, I'm... this was all stuff before you actually had an architect like Kevin Feige, right, guiding and, the ship. And they've got, they've got shit mapped out for like forever at this point. I'm, they have to because they're setting up for shit like, like at the end of Shang Chi and like at the end of Black Widow. They've got shit that's setting up for like. Stuff that's way further down the line well, than I like, I, what I already know is coming. <laughs> I like the end of Black Widow tells you, you need to go watch the Hawkeye show now. Basically. Uh, although what's funny about that is not a single bit of that has been referenced in the fucking Hawkeye show so far. She's probably not going to show up till the end. Uh, that's what I'm assuming. I'm assuming that'll lead into Hawkeye season two. So I'm sure Elena's not going to show up yet. No, I think that'll be Hawkeye season two. I think right now we're getting everybody all jazzed for Kate Bishop. Yeah. That is a lot of what this is doing, giving Kate Bishop an intro. <clears throat> and it, not to spoil anything, but it all, it, a lot of it, a good chunk of it is also Hawkeye having to come to terms with his past being Ronin, too. Good. So well, I'm we glad- didn't just write that off as a, yeah, this is a thing he did. Now he's a hero again. No, no, no. No, there are repercussions. That- good, good. Just like everything in the MCU, there are repercussions. I would say the shit that he did as Ronan might be why he is on uh, the list of Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I'm assuming so. That's why he's on the radar at all. I I would have to assume so, because she probably wants him dead, because she knows he's a threat. And he's probably killed some business partners of hers. Yeah, and, uh, and I suspect that she she knows that she can't turn Hawkeye into a Dark Avenger if that's what they're setting up for. Because that's what I'm assuming she's doing, is creating, a, like, a Dark Avengers. Yeah, because she's got a U.S. agent. Because she's got U.S. agent. She'll now have Black... The new Black new Widow. New Black Widow. So I'm assuming she knows that she won't be able to turn Hawkeye, you know, so she just has to off him. I did read something briefly about them wanting to give Red Guardian his own show. Oh, man, I fucking hope they do, because he's awesome. <laughs> I was while looking at that, I'm like, you know what? I could pull that costume off. With a beard? Oh yeah, you could. I could pull off Red Guardian. <laughs> you could absolutely, you could absolutely do that. That would be great. When um, you do it, tweet it, de- tweet David Harbor though, please. Oh, I will. Because I want to see his reaction. 
Um, yeah, I had a thought and it went away. It was something Marvel related. And nothing to do with the Red Guardian, though. Oh, we're talking about Ronan. Um, uh, John Bernthal has said that if he if they want to do Punisher, they have to do it right. Because he'll come back for it. Yeah, but he wants to... But they can't they can't put any limits on him. Yeah. Like it can't be this the PG PG-13 Punisher. Nope. It just doesn't work. No. And I agree with him. And cuz again, I and I had this I had this conversation with someone at Bookbroker the other day. Some of the Marvel stuff I firmly believe needs to be on Hulu and not on Disney Plus because you there are some of the Marvel shows that I don't think you can do them without making them dark. And Punisher is definitely one. Oh, of them. yeah. He's definitely one that needs to be R-rated. Like <laughs> the entire thing, the best Punisher runs have been under the Max logo. Yeah. Oh yeah. And see, and that's a that's what and you see, that's what I think. That they, they should have like a Marvel Max part of Hulu, you know, that could just be devoted to like they the, could put Marvel Max on Disney Plus. It just have to have by default parental locks. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know that Disney would actually want to do that. It would probably be easier just to throw it on Hulu. Because, I mean, let's be realistic. Disney basically owns Hulu, too. Yeah. So, I mean, you could go either route. But just the fact remains that some of the stories that you... Some of the stories you want to do with these characters... If you try to water them down, they're going to suck. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's... Because he, there's another person who should be probably coming after Ronan. Yeah, Punisher should absolutely be going after Ronan. And not even because, oh, Ronan's killed some people. It's more like, you were an Avenger. You did this great thing, and then you fell from fucking grace. Yeah. And you became the thing I go after. Yeah, he... I mean, to be fair, Ronan was killing, like, criminal bosses in the underworld, so, I don't know, really, that's kind of in Frank's wheelhouse. It is. To be, to be bluntly honest. Could be. But that could also be the reason why Frank's going after him, because he's like, hey, look, you don't have to go down this path. I'm doing it because. Yeah, I you you go back to being an Avenger. This is my shit. But by the same token, nobody actually knows who the fuck Ronan was. So true. Who knows? Ronan may have messed up and killed some uh, innocent people along the way accidentally. Something could have got him on Frank's radar. I just want Frank like to interact with all these people. Oh, yeah. They all need a bit of a reality check to know that they are one bad day away from all becoming Frank Castle. Yeah. I really, I was really, really gunning for, uh, if they hadn't canceled all the goddamn Netflix series, I was really gunning for uh, for Punisher to start going after Luke Cage. I oh, was, yes. I absolutely. wanted that so hard. Having the dude who does nothing but shoot things with guns go after a bulletproof guy. Come on. That would have been awesome. <laughs> Because Frank wouldn't know it until the bullets are bouncing off him. He's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when Luke Cage is about within arm's distance. Yeah, and then Frank's like, shit, what do I do now? Get punched. <laughs> and that's when Frank's like, okay, now I got to go get help. And that's when you bring in Jessica. Right. She can beat Luke Cage's ass. Yes. Um, I had this idea... Or like I like the, the what if comics. This, I've read a few of them, and I kind of always like the what if this happened. Oh, I love those. I had a thought because it was it was it's almost nightmare inducing for the wrong people. It's what if James Howlett was the Punisher? James Howlett. Wolverine. Oh fuck! <laughs> what if instead of instead of you know the whole Weapon X and then fake memories and blah 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 blah. What if the dude who has the claw. Metal or not, it doesn't matter. Has he, a family get killed? Like he he yeah. because he's Frank Castle at this point. Because can you imagine oh. that outfit? Like instead of I, I was imagining the original Hulk 181 1975 Wolverine mask that had the little ears. Because mm -hmm. you could very easily turn that into a skull. Yep. Skull mask like crossbones kind of had. Oh, that would rule. And he still have the skull emblem on his shirt. Yeah. And he'd have the instead of the blue boots, it'd be white boots. White gloves, bloody fucking claws, <laughs> it, and guns. <laughs> I, I, I think who would be nightmare inducing for would be like every goddamn MCU villain would be who would be nightmare inducing for. Because holy shit. Because <laughs> the Punisher that you can't take down. Like, yeah, 
He doesn't like the Frank Castle. His skull that's armor. It's Kevlar. Yeah, not can, not uh, not Wolverine. You can kill Frank Castle. You can't kill Wolverine. Why you can? I suppose, but you got to try it, real it, hard. Yeah, because oh my god, that would be some great. Especially if they kept the dialogue, they kept the Wolverine voice, like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Someone shoots him, like oh, we got him. Oh, he didn't, like, no, he didn't, bub. <laughs> Shit, that would be awesome. You should do that as a fucking cosplay costume. <laughs> instead of instead, just Punisher Wolverine. Punisher Wolverine. And just when people when people look at you and finally catch it, and you see that light bulb go off in their eyes. They're like, <laughs> like, oh shit. And they have a little sticker brought to you by what if dot, dot, dot. <clears throat> that that would rule that. That's a comic I would read the fucking hell out of. That'd be it. I wouldn't even want that as just a one shot. I'd want that to be a fucking series. <laughs> give me a run of it at least, like a good yeah, 10, get, 10, F, 10 issue get, run or so. Yeah, give us like an entire season run of it, please. Series run of it, sorry. That would uh, be fun because at that point, like I was thinking, all right, so then if he is the one who gets put in the Frank Castle shoes, Frank Castle is not the one whose family gets murdered. So Frank Castle is still a cop who's investigating and going after the vigilante. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yep. And then... And the more Frank Castle comes to find out about everything, he's kind of like, kind of can't disagree with this dude's choices. No, no, he's like, it's like one of those, like, there, but for the grace of God, go I. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, that would be awesome. Because Frank still has all the training. He still has all the, like... Everything that he had that made him good as the Punisher, he still has all that training. He's still just, mm-hmm. he's still on the path of good because he has a badge and he's not one of the dirty cops. Right, and he has a family and everything, yeah. He, so he has something to lose, as were the Wolverine Punisher does not. Nope. But that would, because they could still, there would still be a nice little battle of like guns and like a, oh, shit, some yeah. martial arts shit going on. Oh, plot twist. Green Jay was the wife. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to bring her in, like bring in any of them, but yeah, probably not Gene. I was thinking, no, no, I'm just you kidding. could go, you could set it back That'd when he married funny, when he married Mariko, and she got assassinated by the hand. But oh, at that point he was already with the X Men, so yeah. it's not like he didn't have a support structure. Yeah, yeah. The Wolverine that goes full on vigilante is the one who had no support structure. So no. Shadow Fox maybe is the one who got murdered. I don't know. There you go. Some other unnamed wife. Yeah, that and child. That'd be something. I don't know. Crazy. Cause then you start you start trying to figure out, all right, so let's bring in other people from the Wolverine world as different villains within the Frank Castle. Like mafia structure, like mm-hmm. Victor Creed. Yeah. Like ah uh, crap, what, bloodshot, not bloodshot, blood scream, blood scream. That was one. Let's <laughs> bringing it. Hey Marvel, Sil- hire us. Silver Samurai. <laughs> Although apparently Silver Samurai uh, is going to be is featured somewhat within the Hit Monkey world. So I haven't watched that yet. Either. <laughs> I need to see that. That show looks insane too. Oh Marvel, I've got plenty of ideas. Like besides my what if. Of Wolverine being the Punisher. I also have a really cool noir idea of James Hallett, uh, P.I. Oh, that'd be fun. Where he never joined Weapon X. He never joined the X-Men. He actually, tracing it back far enough, he didn't, he didn't, uh, when he discovered his powers, he didn't kill his father and then have to go on the run. Mm-hmm. Like He actually grew up with his father on this plantation. You know, he's got all this money that he is inherited from being this, like, industrial baron in like northern canada or whatever his father was Uh and he just grows up and has a normal life becomes a private detective in new york by the time we get to modern age 1940s set in the 1940s no i don't want to i want to set it modern i don't want to set it in the 40s oh come on man that's perfect for noir they did they actually did a bunch of uh, x-men noir wolverine noir spider-man noir yeah so they've got a whole line of noir. Yeah, I know. Set in that that vein, that era, that kind of look. I was thinking more. It'd be funny to have him sitting in like a bar, like his dive bar. Hardly anybody in it. There's this dude unconscious at the bar. 
We see it because we see the mutton chops and a bit of the hair, so we know who it is. Mm-hmm. But the person that walks in, you get like you get narration because at this point, I'm like, we can really make the James Howlett private detective a bit of a Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. But the reason he's doing that is because of his heightened senses, mm-hmm. smell and sight and all that right. stuff. He he can read all the details that you know the, how they played Sherlock off as to being able to read that stuff off just because he's observant. Yeah. Yeah, it's more like he's in there and he can smell the perfume. So, you know, some somebody who doesn't belong in this bar just walked in. Right. And they're like, we're looking for uh, James Hallett, uh, the private detective, the hand of card. And the bartender just points at this guy. And they're like, how drunk is he? And he, he from from the bar, him with his head on it. Not enough. Because <laughs> <laughs> healing factor, faster metabolism takes a bit more to make him yep. drunk and yep. keep him that way. Yep. I don't know what the case would be, but I would kind of figure like you have to, even if you said it in the 21st century, you still have to have that like hardball detective narration mm-hmm. going on. And so I feel like the dame would probably be Emma Frost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would. Coming in to like hire him for something. And maybe it's because she's looking for Gene. Because now we find out like. And then Emma would double cross him. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> she's trying to find the Phoenix for the Hellfire Club. <clears throat> ah. Because now we figure out we're almost doing it's a wonderful life type of thing. Of if Wolverine never joined the X Men, what other paths got happened okay. because of that? Right. So the whole Jean Grey Cyclops thing did it continue? Did she become the Phoenix and then stay Dark Phoenix? Like you have all these things, hmm. like butterfly effect. Like I've said a few different times about just all because Wolverine wasn't there. Yeah. Granted, that's me because he's my favorite character. I'm applying a lot more importance to his presence than is probably necessary. (laughs) Right, right. But if you're going to do a story like that, of course, that's what would make sense. Yeah, because you just have to really look at it like, all right, so if he's not there, what would have happened in some of these major stories once he was there? Like, Fatal Attractions probably never happened because he didn't get his adamantium ripped out and all that crap. But... Dark Phoenix Saga, like any of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I feel like, yeah, Hellfire Club's trying to hire him to find Jean Grey. There you go. Okay. Because yeah. without, because what's happened is, I'm going to say Xavier has probably managed to keep the X-Men hidden even longer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wolverine wasn't the most subtle. No, he wasn't. <laughs> no, not really. That's Because he's that's also valid. kept his mutant ability hidden. Like, he's... Throughout this entire time, he's just kind of not needed it. Yeah. And then he's running his own, like, very selective private detective thing because he's got a bunch of money. He's sitting on it. Yeah. He can afford to be a drunk PI who refuses cases constantly. Yeah. Because it's all, again, if a PI these days, it's all going to be infidelity crap anyway. And Yeah, nothing... Nothing interesting about that half the time. And, and, and for, for Wolverine to do it, it'd be very Sherlock Holmes. He's like, all right, we're, let me just go meet me. Let me meet your wife. Yep, she smells like that guy right there. <laughs> right. Pay up. Pay up. <laughs> yeah. She's that. shagging your best friend, buddy. How do you know? Smells like him. <laughs> I just know. <laughs> and you smell like her sister. Should I not have said that out loud? Ah, uh, whoops. And he looks over and he's like, you can pay me now, too. the wolverine pi is a bit of a dick yeah (laughs) see what i did there of course he would be (laughs) how would he not be yeah uh circling back to the uh circling back to wolverine as punisher though um if they did a live action of it the uh the little girl I, i know she's she's probably too old now to actually play it but it'd be it would be awesome if the little girl that wolverine has that gets killed Daphne Keene from, oh, from Logan. I mean, she wouldn't have to be young. She'd be like a teenager. Yeah. Because she's on what? Um, his, his Dark, dark materials. materials. Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah. I'd just be a little. Just a little nod. Just a little nod to X-23. And Spanish sass incoming. So then for the, the perfect Punisher-esque twist is they the mob mafia whoever you know whatever it was it took out tried to take him out in his family failed miserably because obviously he can't be killed right they have to send something after him to stop <clears throat> him they send x-23 
Oh, dude. Because she has his powers. Yeah. She was a teenager. Yeah. He thought she was dead. Wow. She wasn't. That would, that'd be a great, that'd be a nice little mind fuck. That'd, that'd be <laughs> awesome. Because she could still be in the X-23 outfit too, like the very Wolverine style outfit. Mm-hmm. And, have, and that would be a great last panel of an issue of just that full full page shot on the left side. You have the Punisher claws out and on the other side, X-23 full uniform claws, claws out. out. Actually, I'd make that a two page spread for the final panel. Yeah. Like Alex Ross level art. Yeah. Oh, that'd be wicked. Awesome, though. And then. And then, of course, he's got to reckon with the fact that he's got to take down. Now, I mean, I think she, now is she brainwashed or what? what's how? I don't know. I haven't figured that. Probably not so much as she's trained. And she's probably not been told that this is who she's going to kill. But only, hey, this dude's threatening our organization. We've saved your life. We've raised you. We've trained you. Oh, because this would have taken place because he'd be going after them years after this actually happened. Yeah. Right. Okay. So... We've trained you. Just here's this guy. He's a threat. Take him out. So th- she has no clue who it is. Doesn't know he has a he's a mutant. Doesn't know he has mutant powers. Mm-hmm. Doesn't know he has claws. So you get to that moment that that's that scene I was just talking about where they're both like ready to just jump at each other, claws out, and they both stop, claws out, looking at each other, and together like you'd have to have one word balloon with the arrows going to both of them, going the fuck. <laughs> end of issue <laughs> yeah. yes that'd be perfect <laughs> the fuck cause then the battle would be like how how wait what like they wouldn't even get to fight for the like the beginning of the next issue would be a lot of them figuring this like wait who else can possibly yeah yeah and then it's like uh probably just some, they'd still probably end up fighting until one of them fight, like she gets his mask off or he gets hers off whatever yeah. it is Actually, no, they'd have to both come off at the same time and they'd both be like. Because you get that. Yeah, you you get the uh, you get the double wham. You get the uh, double whammy of weight. But of course, they both have the heightened senses, too. So. Oh, yes. You wouldn't even need the Would they just like. Would they just know? Would they? Yeah. Would it be like, oh, it's been a while since she's smelled it. Right. It's one of those olfactory. Right. It triggers a memory because when you smell certain things, it makes you think of. Right. Certain things that. So the same thing happens to both of them. Uh-huh. When they encounter each other, they get that scent. And they both have that olfactory, like, part of the brain kick in. And he's transported back. Like, that's how the next issue starts. Is you get, like, each one of them, like, flashbacks alternating. Yeah. There you uh, go. Maybe the same moment. Maybe the same father-daughter activity. Okay. That they're both remembering because of that smell. That That's perfect, yeah. And then that would start the next issue. And then then it's like. All right, we're supposed to be killing each other right now because that's what they want. We might want to make this look like we just destroyed something. We need to coordinate a new game plan. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then they both kill the mafia together. Yes. As father and daughter. As father and daughter are want to do. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Bonding. And you know what? will ha- You know what? In the very the final issue it'll be set at christmas (laughs) yeah they go to see steve rogers the musical (laughs) father daughter date we're gonna go watch a musical merry christmas everybody i i think we've tied everything together that's exactly why i did that bringing that christmas thing back in somehow and now that becomes my favorite christmas movie does it have to be a Christmas, though? Could it be a Halloween? <laughs> well, I mean, they're already wearing masks. Although, yeah. can you imagine a, like, the Punisher outfit alone with the Wolverine bit with the, like, skull mask coming into, like, a blacklit room? Oh, my God. It would just look like a giant skull coming It would out. look like Scareglow for <laughs> He-Man. Yeah. That'd be wicked. So, I mean, you could set it at Halloween. Maybe, maybe some of the earlier issues, we do that. You have... You have him killing people at Halloween when he oh, just looks like go. fucking horror incarnate. And then when by the time you get to Christmas, it's father versus daughter. Yeah. And then they go off and see Steve Rogers the musical. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got it. Okay. We we fixed it. We fixed it. 
all the last panels, them going in to, to the theater to watch it. Uh-huh. And a bunch of black cars are pulling up with people with guns getting out. Oh, shit. That's the last. That's the end of the issue and the end of the run. Because you know what's going to happen. There's going to be a shootout in the theater. A whole bunch of people are getting killed except for those two because they're going to cut their fucking way out. Yep. Wow. Bloody covered tuxedos, man. And then, then they have to... So we're basically going to end it like The Sopranos ended it. <laughs> well, we're, well, yeah, but we, we all know what's going to happen is Wolverine and X-23 are going to live. Yeah, unlike Tony. Unlike Tony. And then maybe they go off to Madripoor and run a criminal organization together. I don't know. Hell yeah. Anyway, I brought it back together by mentioning Christmas. That's how I brought tied this together. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays, everybody. Um, when you're done making all your crappy... Christmas movies, Hollywood. Hire us.